everyone. Welcome back to Creating Change with myself, Jillian Walsh. I am the lead dietitian as well as a practicing therapist with my private practice called Change Creates Change Eating Disorder Care. And today is episode four of our series that we've called Creating Change. So today marks day one of Eating Disorder Awareness Week here in Canada. And that is the first week in February every year. So our theme today or our topic today is going to be the top five signs of an eating disorder. So let's get started. Number one is going to be weight loss or weight change or a lack of weight gain in the adolescent years or even, you know, prepubescent year, years. So that tween to teen age group. What this means is that if a tween or a teenager is not growing, their weight is not increasing, then most likely their growth has been stunted by something. This could be a sign of an eating disorder. For those who are done growing, so those folks that are in their early 20s and beyond, if you're noticing significant weight change, then that could also be a sign of an eating disorder. So number one is any weight change or lack of weight gain in childhood habits. Okay, number two is going to be being cold all the time. Have you heard, you know, somebody that you're a little concerned about saying, mm, I'm cold, I'm chilly, I can warm up. Uh, maybe their hands, their fingers, their feet, their nose can all be really cold all the time. This can also be the sign or a sign of an eating disorder. Maybe you're wondering why? So when we think about extremities, anything that's not our core or our brain, it's actually not as important to make sure that we are taking great care of in the sense of making sure circulation is going there. Um, so basically what happens is our body will pool all of our resources to our core and our brain. That is a survival mechanism. So if our body is in a state of deprivation or starvation, then the body's not going to waste very important energy on trying to send blood to the extremities. So of course, these extremities are going to be cold. That is one of the main concerns I hear when folks are not identifying that they have an eating disorder, but they know that something's happening, something's wrong. Okay, number three. This one is something that we would consider more of a behavior versus a physical sign. And it's an increased interest in food, in body shape, body image, um, or and or exercise. So if you are noticing that there's a significant change in a person's interest in food, calories, um, nutritional information, meals and snacks, or if they're more interested in exercise, how much energy they're burning, how many calories they're burning, that can be a sign of an eating disorder. Please note that I know I emphasize a significant change. So some individuals may have um, more of an interest in something like food or exercise to begin with, what we would say at baseline. Look at myself. I went to school to learn about nutrition, so of course I had an interest in it. Um, athletes would also be somebody that might have an increased interest in sports and exercise. That's not quite what we're talking about. 
what we're talking about more so is a shift in interest that goes from, you know, maybe their baseline and all of a sudden it becomes quite um, excessive or an increased interest in these things. So of course, we're always looking for a change in behavior that, you know, wasn't the way it was when they were their healthy selves or their healthful selves. All right, number four is an increase in rigidity or a lack of spontaneity. So again, we're looking at a shift or a change from what their baseline have been. What that means is if you're noticing that the person you're concerned about is no longer agreeing to go out, um, maybe they no longer want to go and grab a coffee or go out to dinner. If they are avoiding social gatherings or meeting up with somebody at the movies because they don't quite know how that's going to work with their exercise regimen or their eating, that can also be a red flag. So again, think about a significant shift from baseline. All of these things that we've already talked about aren't necessarily a concern when they present on their own. It's when we start to see them in tandem and it's a significant shift from what their baseline may have been. Finally is an increased focus on body weight and shape. So what I mean by that is if you're noticing that the per person you're concerned about is paying more attention to the reflection, they might become more um, scrutinizing over images or photos that have been taken of them. They may no longer let you take photos of them. You might notice that they're editing photos significantly before sharing them with others, whether that's personally or on social media platforms. You might also notice body checking behaviors. This could be weight checking, it can be body measurements, it could be other signs um, or behaviors with hands is often what I see. Um, it might be wrapping around wrists or tracing clavicles. It could also be pinching at skin or abdominal fat or wrapping uh, hands around thighs. Um, these are all behaviors that I've seen in the past that would be a potential red flag for an eating disorder. So let's recap. We started off with a couple of physical signs. Number one being weight change or the lack of weight gain throughout childhood and adolescence. Number two is going to be feeling cold all the time, specifically or especially in the extremities, so hands and feet. Number three is an interest or an increased interest in food, nutrition, or exercise and or exercise. Number four is an increase in rigidity and a reduction or a lack of spontaneity. And number five is an increased interest in weight and body shape. So those are five things to have a look for or keep an eye out for if you're suspicious that a loved one may have an eating disorder. So, if you are seeing these red flags, what do you do next? The big piece is to make sure that you help or seek help. We don't want these things to go unnoticed or untalk untalked about. 
I don't know if that's a way to say that, but we'll go with it. So if you want to hear me talk about what you can do in terms of helping this person, supporting them, and walking alongside them as they get help for what may be an eating disorder, head on over to our website. It's down in the box below. We offer a free two-hour webinar every month called First Do No Harm. And this is for anyone who has a concern that somebody they love may have an eating disorder. We will talk all about the things to do and of course what not to do if you suspect a loved one has an eating disorder. So don't forget, go down, sign up in the link below and join me as we teach you all about how to help someone who may have an eating disorder. All right, folks, that wraps up today's session of Creating Change. Don't forget, it is the big week of the year for our world, the eating disorder world, and it is National Eating Disorder Awareness Week. So you'll be seeing my face lots as I share information, teach folks on what to do um, if they suspect somebody has an eating disorder or if they suspect they have an eating disorder themselves. We wanna make sure that we are increasing awareness and getting folks connected to the help they absolutely need and deserve so that they can achieve eating disorder recovery. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.